Welcome to the Wire to Wire podcast. As always, it's me, your host Yusuf. Now, without further ado, let's just get right to it. So I recently celebrated my birthday, and I like to use that day as a day of self-care as well as self-reflection. Now, don't get it twisted. I always prioritize my self-care. But on my birthday, I just do a little bit more. And as I was spending that day, you know, I like to take a moment to just self-reflect. You know, I think about the past year, the year ahead. And I think about my personal, my professional goals. And I just think it's important, you know, to periodically check in and make sure that I'm not losing perspective on different areas of my life and that I'm also holding myself accountable. Now, as I was thinking about things, you know, I tried to reflect on what are some of the things that I've learned, not only over the course of my life, but particularly in my early 20s. And while normally I would keep something like this to myself and I'd be, you know, relatively introspective with it, you know, I thought it would make for a good podcast episode to just kind of discuss a little bit of what my thought process was and also share some of the things that I've learned in my early 20s with you guys. Now, None of this is really advice per se, but you're definitely more than welcome to take whatever information that you think might apply to you and incorporate it into your own life in your own way. But for me, I'm just more so sharing my experiences and what I've learned. Now I'm about to kick things off, but before I do, be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel. As always, I appreciate your guys' support. So here we go, the things that I've learned in my early 20s. So the number one thing that I've learned is accepting that I have no control over anything but my choices and my decisions. Now, many times I would fixate on outcomes and the end goal, and I found that I was creating a lot of unnecessary weight that I was carrying on my shoulders. And I had to train myself to let go of those outcomes and to just focus on the things that I can control. And, you know, I had to understand that if I'm doing my part and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, then eventually things will fall into place the way that they're meant to. But the key thing that I really change my focus on instead of outcomes is just finding out how I can improve myself in various aspects of my life, even if it's incremental. What are those day-to-day improvements that I can make? And... Just making sure that while I'm doing those things, I'm also setting very clear, tangible goals for myself, right? And again, you know, rather than fixating on outcomes and the end goal, you know, making sure that I'm enjoying the journey and that I'm enjoying the process, because ultimately, you know, I do believe that is where the fun happens and that is where the real magic happens. And I think, you know, if I ever get to a place where I look back and I'm introspective, those are the things that are going to bring me more joy than the actual accomplishments itself. Not to say that the accomplishments won't bring me joy. It's just that, you know, I believe that in the journey, that's where the fun happens, right? So I had to train myself to just let go of outcomes and to just live in the moment and understand that I can't control the outcomes anyways. And the second thing that I've learned is understanding the true value of my time and my attention, and that those things are actually my my most valuable commodity. So 
I was thinking about it like this. How many industries, right? How many industries and companies within these industries that their survival is completely contingent and dependent on our time and our attention, right? There are companies that are spending billions of dollars trying to figure out how they can extract those two things from us. So clearly it is something that is very valuable. And that is why I learned over the course of time to be very vigilant with it and how I'm spending it. You see, and the older we get, the more scarcer that those things are supposed to become if we're doing the things that we're actually supposed to be doing. And I truly believe that one of the many reasons that society is having some of the issues that we're having today is because people aren't productively and positively using their time and their attention. But that is a completely different conversation for another time. Back to what I'm trying to say here is I learned the value that those two things have. And that is why I'm very careful with how I spend it and who I spend it with. So I don't pour time, energy, or attention into things that I'm not getting value out of. Now, I can give you guys a couple of examples. So one is I haven't really played video games since I was 18. And I have nothing against video games or gamers or anything, but I just understood that it's not for me. And I'm not a professional gamer that I can make a career out of it or that I already made a career out of it. And I don't really enjoy it enough to wanna practice to maybe try to aim to get to that level one day. And to be honest, I don't really even enjoy playing games casually, right? But that's just me. I would rather read or I would rather write my own book or I would rather take a course and learn a skill. And that is why I haven't really played games in over a decade. And at this point, I'll admit it, <laughs> I'm trash at video games, right? And even another example of this where I've seen the value in it is when it comes to women in dating, right? So understanding that if a girl is not showing some kind of investment, I'm not going to engage in any form of communication with her. I'm not interested in breaking down a girl's walls, trying to overcome her emotional hurdles, or trying to turn a low interest girl into a high interest girl. Sorry, I'm just not doing it. Now, there's better ways that you can meet women, and there are better girls out there that are more deserving of my attention. And the concept of turning a low-interest girl into a high-interest girl is definitely unappeasing to me, especially once I understood that when there are girls who genuinely like you and have a high interest in you, they will do everything in their power to make themselves available and accessible to you. Right. But those are just two quick examples of where, you know, time and attention are things that you should hold and cherish very closely. And it doesn't just apply to those things. Right. This logic can apply to so many different areas of life. And another thing that I've learned, and this one might even resonate with, you know, fellow creatives working across different creative disciplines. Right. I enjoy going to networking events and meeting different people. I think it's a great way to get out there, expand my network, learn, grow, and get out of our comfort zones and just really communicate. But every now and then, 
And I found this especially early, early on in my creative career. I would meet interesting characters to say the least. And most of the time, these were people who had ideas, but they didn't necessarily have any actual talent or skills. And they wanted to find a way to use other people's talents or skills so they themselves can get ahead. But of course, they don't come right out and say this is what their intention is. But I found that they usually say things along the lines of, I like the work that you're doing. Let's build together. Or I can't pay you, but I can give you exposure. Now, this is a personal judgment call that each individual have to make for themselves. When I started out very early in blogging and guest blogging, I was doing free gigs for a few months, at least until I had a portfolio and then eventually I stopped doing it. But each individual is gonna have to decide how they wanna play it. And I learned relatively quickly that when they say stuff like, I like the work that you're doing, let's build together, or I can't pay you, but I can give you exposure. When I hear those things, knowing what I know now, I get the, I would get the hell away from those kind of people, quick, fast, and in a hurry. Especially if the people who are saying that haven't even built anything or worked on anything. Like true builders will already have built or they will have a plan on how to build something and then they will find a way to productively collaborate without the exploitation, right? But you know, these people at the end of the day, they are just exploiters. And to some degree, they are time wasters because all they're looking to do is they're just looking to extract and extract and extract without actually providing any value in return, right? And the thing is, I get away from these types of people because they're not the kind of people that I would want to be around. And they're not going to help me get to where it is that I want to get to, right? So there's no point. And if you allow someone to exploit you, they will exploit you. So you have to decide for yourself what's best for you. I learned for myself relatively quickly that this is not something that I want to have any association with. And this ties into my next point, which is setting boundaries and drawing lines will do wonders. Now, whether it's personal or professional boundaries, I found that it is something that is necessary and beneficial. It makes navigating the different relationships that I have in my life much easier because it allows for transparency and I can be upfront on what it is. And it also allows for me to set standards for people to have to abide by, right? At the end of the day, anytime there's a dynamic between two people, it's a two-way street you have to uphold certain boundaries and standards when dealing with that person. So the same should be applied for yourself. And that's what I do. And that's something that I've learned to do over the course of time. I mean, if other people have them, why not us, right? And boundaries and standards is not meant to be something that's standoffish. If you think about it, they are everywhere, right? When you're applying for a job at a company, they have certain standards that have to be met. When you're applying for different schools, they have standards, right? So 
whether where no matter where you look no matter where you go there's always going to be boundaries and standards so why not apply it in your life too and another thing that i've learned and i'm still in the process of learning by no means i'm not an expert at it but it's something i'm interested in continuously improving at is practicing stoicism and this can be a man's true superpower if it can be learned and practiced correctly now stoicism doesn't mean to not ever experience emotions and to just be a robot it means that you can handle your fears and handle your business without without letting your emotions dictate your decisions right and aside from major major life issues right whenever there's a problem that's going on in your life i believe that people shouldn't know about it you know when bad things happen it's about enduring and being patient and when good things happen it's about being grateful and keeping it moving right but that it comes down to a matter of balance and that's why it's something that has to continuously be practiced which i'm still in the process of doing but i did learn that it is something that's very important and this kind of ties into my next thing that i've learned which to me right i'm going to preface by saying that this might be met with some resistance or some disagreement but this is something that works for me personally never opening up and never being vulnerable with others right now if there's ever an issue that i come across in life again barring any major life issues i just pray on it and i internalize those things and i deal with it on my own now talking to you know closest friends may be beneficial but they might slip up and tell someone accidentally or one day there could be a falling out and then they could decide to run their mouth it's just you never know so rather than have to think about whether or not a person can be trusted with certain kinds of information right or certain details of my personal life or whatever the case may be whatever i'm dealing with it just works for me to not discuss those things with anyone just keep it with me and deal with it internally right and obviously this is not something that will always be met with open arms right people might try to shame guilt or even insult you know for not opening up at different points but it's really just them expressing their discomfort and me exercising my discretion right and another thing that i've learned too is that sometimes the small subtle things a person does will reveal their true character now i don't always rely on the major actions that a person does because those things can be concealed to an extent but the subtleties can sometimes tell you everything right and something as subtle as body language facial expressions right the reactions or non-reactions that you're given after good news is shared those small little details that we sometimes tend to overlook can actually be a very telltale sign if we know what we're looking for and we know what we're looking at and another thing that's very critical to me in my development and my learning is treating everybody with respect but dealing with people accordingly when they get out of pocket and making sure that people don't take my kindness for weakness and I'll definitely speak up when I need to
I don't go out of my way to bother people. I don't go looking for trouble or looking for drama. So I don't appreciate when that stuff is brought to me. But if it's brought to my front step, I will take out the trash accordingly. But don't start none, won't be none, right? And another thing too is that I've learned is that life doesn't get easier. So it is important that I just increase my adaptability to what's going on. And that to me is kind of self-explanatory in life. We have to be adaptable because things are constantly changing. It is what it is. Like it, love it, hate it, doesn't matter. That's just a reality of life. So it's something that I have to accept whether I like it or not. And another important thing that I've learned is not to waste time arguing ever, whether it's in person or even online. There is just no point in engaging in any arguments with people on any topic. Now, younger me would have argued back and forth, try to prove, try to get my point across. But now I'm just not doing it. When someone wants to argue, I'll just nod my head and I'm not going to entertain it. And I'm just going to keep it moving. I just find arguing to be a complete waste of time, energy. And I also found that a majority of people who really want to argue don't actually matter. And there's nothing to gain in arguments, right? I'm yet to see an argument where someone was arguing aside and then they said, hey, you know what? I'm entirely wrong. I now see things. I see what you're talking about. You're right. I changed my whole stance. Haven't seen it yet. And most people don't get into arguments to reach that kind of conclusion. They just want to argue to argue. So I just don't engage, right? And that leads to my final lesson that I would like to share. Many of the people that we've come across or will come across truly don't matter. And I had to teach myself to keep this in mind before worrying about others' opinions and their thoughts of me and listening to whatever thoughts, advice, or opinions on different things that they had to say about my life. And I realized that the only people that truly matter are the ones that I choose to give my time, attention, and energy to, right? So the reality of life is that many of the people that we've come across or will come across are, MP are NPCs that haven't really done the things that we're looking to accomplish, or they themselves are dealing with their own internal inadequacies. And all that truly matters is our belief system about ourselves and how we perceive ourselves. And everything else outside of that is irrelevant. But that's all I got for you guys today for this episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to the channel. You can also check out my four books. The link will be in the description. Until next time, I'm out.